God, at whom's banquet table we feast every day. Well, we have been richly fed with good food and education and work, and so many things we take for granted. Feed us now with your glorious presence and with your word. Humbles us, even as we are lifted up the height that we could have imagined. Amen. Maybe seated. The Psalter today is Psalm 112. Hallelujah, happy are those who fear the Lord and have great delight in God's commandments. Wealth and riches will be in their house, and their righteousness will last forever. It is good for them to be generous in lending and manage their affairs with justice. They will not be afraid of any evil rumors. Their heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. They have given freely to the poor, and their righteousness stands fast forever. They will hold up their head with honor. The Holy Gospel, according to St. Luke, the 14th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him closely. When he noticed how the guest chose the places of honor, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honor in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host will invite, who invited both of you will come and say to you, give this person your place. And then in disgrace, you would start to take the lowest place. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place so that when your host comes, he may see, he may say to you, friend, move up higher. Then you will be honored in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He said also to the one who had invited him, When you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they would invite you in return and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, and the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you. 
for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. This is the word of the Lord. You may be seated. How many times in your life have you been humbled? It's happened to me multiple times. One of the things I did when I was in active ministry is every Sunday service we had a children's sermon. And now the crowd could range from one or two to 10 to 15 to 20. Beyond that, it was just chaos. <laughs> and usually caused by my own grandchildren. But anyway, one of the most humbling things is to be giving a children's sermon and have the child teach you. One time, I took a vial of anointing oil. And my purpose was to tell them about prayer and anointing. And I asked if they would mind if I would anoint them with the sign of the cross from the bottle. One little girl named Miriam accepted the cross. Another little girl named Jenna accepted the cross. Then I went to Ashland. Ashlyn wanted nothing to do with it. Ashlyn is a Down syndrome child, and that day she had her stubborn face on. Her daddy just let her go. He usually sat with her up at the children's sermon. Always said he was my oldest child when he came up. And he would hold her. So, I started to put the lid back on the bottle, thinking... I couldn't teach Ashlyn when Miriam, a three-year-old, came up, stuck her finger in the bottle, went over to Ashlyn, and made the sign of the cross. Then she came back, stuck her finger in the bottle, and went to Ashlyn's daddy, and made the sign of the cross. At that point, I said, sermon's finished. If you don't get this, you're not paying attention. That little girl, that three-year-old, humbled all of us that day. She took the words I was saying and made them come alive. It was amazing. The silence in the church that day was deafening. As everybody just watched. This tiny little three, and uh, Miriam is very petite for her age, but they watched this little girl do this amazing thing, and they were all in awe of her. If only that worked outside of church. Instead, outside of church, we sometimes hear the words of Mac Davis's country song. Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. How many of you remember that song? Huh? <coughs> Thank you. 
Matt Davis, country western singer, songwriter, and actor, wrote that song, oh, quite a number of years ago. Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. And that is a problem for us. Jesus confronted it at the banquet at the house of the Pharisee, where seating was arranged in order of priorities of outstandingness. They seated the guests as this one's more important than that one, and then that one's more important than that one, and that one's more important than that one, and you go down the line until you get to probably me. Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble. Especially in a society that does not embrace humility. Too often in our world, humility is seen as a sign of weakness. Somebody who humbles themselves is somebody who can't stand up for themselves. They can't carry the ball. They can't do the right thing. They're humble. They won't speak up. And if they do, nobody will listen. Humility is not a characteristic that you see flaunted in our society. Just watch television. How many characters on TV are truly humble? I can think of only one. Mr. Rogers. Fred Rogers was truly a humble man. His purpose? To teach children. And my 86-year-old mother-in-law, who watched his show every day, whether or not her granddaughter watched with her, she would watch every day to learn something from Mr. Rogers. And Mr. Rogers would give his talks and show that humility, humbleness, was a key. Now we just heard that beautiful Psalm 112. Hallelujah! You know, by the way, I wanted to tell the reader, put some life in it. Stand up there and shout, Hallelujah! Boy, that echoed, didn't it? (laughs) How many times has that been echoed in this church? Hallelujah! We have God on our side. Of what should we be afraid? We can walk humbly with our God as the prophet Micah tells us in chapter 6. O mortal, what does the Lord require of you? But to do justice, to love kindness, and walk humbly with your God. But we're in a society that glorifies the success syndrome. You gotta make it. 
You got to be the best of the best. You got to get ahead. You got to build a career. You got to do and whatever it takes to get yourself ahead. And then after you made it, you can sit back and go, now I can afford to be humble. (laughs) I got news for you. By then you have no clue what humility is all about. Because you spend it, your life, building. To what? To what? You know, I had an opportunity to do a funeral in West Laurel Hills Cemetery in Philadelphia. Anybody ever hear of that? It is a cemetery to behold. If you ever get down on the City Line Avenue and you see a sign for West Laurel Hill, turn in. The mausoleums that line the road as you come in should have house numbers. They're huge. And they're named after prominent Philadelphia families. And one time I did a funeral and I was told it was in a mausoleum. And I thought, oh boy, I'm going to get to see the inside of one of these monstrosities nope I pulled up with the undertaker and there was a concrete box sitting on the ground with a glass peaked roof and I thought this is a mausoleum he said you're going to not believe this I said oh he went over to a little key thing on the stone and he put a key in and he turned it and the glass roof parted. And two mechanical arms came up out of the ground and we set the casket on them. After the service, he turned the key again, the arms went back down, slid the casket into a side chamber and the glass roof closed again. There were room for six bodies down there. That was the fourth one that went down. So there were two more waiting. Somebody had too much money. (laughs) And too much ego. I said, how much much did this thing cost? He said, you don't want to know. He said, it's been there for 20 years. I said, oh my. Oh my. Is that the purpose of life? To have the fanciest mausoleum and the biggest headstone in the graveyard? Huh? Or is the purpose of life to walk humbly with our God? And accept the blessings he gives us every day. Blessings that we don't even merit or deserve. Because they come from his unconditional love. And all he asks us is to receive the gift. He doesn't promise us worldly success. He doesn't promise the 
big promotion. He doesn't promise us to be number one. Although my one grandson believes fully that he will one day be number one. He plays football. He got selected for the mass varsity this year. Wide receiver. And then he broke his finger. And I said, and God humbled him. Our purpose in life is to love one another as God has loved us. And that takes humility. Not judgment, not pointing a finger, not critiquing, loving. And to love one another, we have to start with a humble heart. Oh Lord, it is hard to be humble. Not because we're perfect in every way, but because we have to struggle with the temptations around us and learn to live in peace with God, which passes all human understanding and knowledge and ability. May you have a humble week on this holiday weekend and this coming week of September. Amen. Thanksgiving for the banquet of life. We invite those who live in poverty to share our wealth. We give up some of our luxuries for the sake of brothers and sisters who lack food, shelter, or medical care. We reach out to help, expecting no reward but the satisfaction of sharing what you have so richly entrusted to us. We dedicate our time and abilities along these fruits of our labor. Amen. Let us pray in the words our Savior taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our, as we forgive our debts. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord surprise you and humble you. The Lord guide you into this world that he has created for you. In his name we ask the blessings of Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.